Welcome to Menstrual Memoirs with Madeline Turner, where we are talking menstrual cycles, feminine energy, connection, and lifestyle. I'll be sharing education to help you navigate being a sovereign being in this modern day world, knowledge I've learned through education and exploration, as well as personal experiences, and bring in on guests to share their journeys as well. If you've been feeling disconnected from your body and soul, or like they're just working against you, then you're in the right place. As you're enjoying the podcast, please rate it, review it, and share it with other souls who are also on this journey. Please remember that this podcast is used for educational purposes only. All right, ladies, welcome back. All right, so first like real episode. As I mentioned, this podcast, part of this is going to be about like our menstrual cycle and our menstrual health. And so let's explain to like why this is becoming, I would say, such a hot topic, such a talked about thing compared to in the past. Um, I still think we have a long way to go in terms of being comfortable about talking about it in front of like anyone. And I know it still makes some people cringe, but our periods and our menstrual cycle are super, super important. And there is just so much that we really did not learn in health class. Uh, I will tell you, there is so much I didn't learn even through my chiropractic school curriculum. Like this is stuff I have had to educate on outside of that. So doing continuing education, reading books, listening to podcasts, learning from other practitioners, those type of things. And it's interesting to me that there's like all this untapped, like there's just information isn't out there because we have a period, we should understand what's happening during those years that we have it and why it's so important. So your period is actually considered a fifth vital sign. So if you know most vital signs, ones like heart rate, breathing, temperature, blood pressure, stuff like that are things that we can measure on the outside pretty easily that give us an idea or information on what is going on in the inside in our health. And, you know, for like those ones we mentioned, these are like pretty basic ones that we want to be working correctly. If they're not working correctly, if they're not falling, let's say in those lines of normal, then we know there's a lot of stress, something else going on, but we really want to dig to the root cause of and get to pretty fast. Like think about if your blood pressure is through the roof, most of us don't want to walk around with high blood pressure or even the opposite, really low blood pressure on a daily basis, because internally that is really stressing out our system and it's going to lead to something even bigger down the line. So your menstrual cycle isn't any different when it comes to that. The only issue is that we weren't taught it's a fifth vital sign and we weren't taught how to interpret its messages, and what to do with its messages. We've essentially been taught in our society that, hey, you're going to get your period. It's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. You're going to suck it up, and you're going to get through it because that's just what you do, and it's just part of being a woman. Whereas like, our periods, again, give us lots of information, and part of this essence that's great within that is whether you are somebody who's like, you know, I want to have a child. I don't want to have a child. Like, I don't think that decision matters as much as still understanding the power that comes from being able to create a human life and carry a human life and grow them. And that's what part of this is all about, which is pretty incredible. Like it makes my mind blow all the time still, because I just growing a human is just so badass and being able to bring that human earth side. And it's a skill that only we have, like men can't do that. So I think it's pretty cool. Anyhow, so fifth vital signs, I want to talk about kind of with this fifth vital sign, this second rhythm, it, it's also called your infradian rhythm. So, you know, 
let's talk about that for a second. So we have two internal clocks, at least as women who have periods, we have two internal clocks. Men only have the one internal clock. So the first one that everybody usually knows and what men have is that circadian rhythm. It's that 24 hour clock. So men's bodies basically go through this 24 hour cycle. It resets and it goes through the same exact thing the next day and the next day and the next day. So they're pretty consistent on like how their energy will rise and fall when they're productive, when they want to be social. And it's the same in day in and day out. And that is a lot of how our world has been created because a lot of our world and our structures and our systems have been created by men. But women were different than that. So we, yeah, we have that 24 hour clock and that's the only clock we have, you know, before we get our, the years of our periods and then after menopause. But through those many years that we have our periods before menopause, we have this second internal clock called our infradian rhythm. And this clock goes on a, essentially a 28 day, day cycle, give or take, because every woman's not every woman's cycle is 28 days. It should be kind of within that to an extent. So if it's super, super short or super, super longer than that, then that's another thing that's telling us that that fifth vital sign is a little out of whack. But this 28-day cycle, and throughout this 28-day cycle, our hormones are changing. They are rising, they are dipping, they are surging, they are all well, which means we are not the same every single day. We change every day throughout the month. So trying to complete all of our tasks and being that goal task specific orientated every single day doesn't work for women like it does for men. It just doesn't. And I think when you can learn this and accept this and lean into this, it's one of the most freeing pieces of information that like I'm ever going to give you just to understand that. Just to understand, yeah, this this makes sense of why this week I have not as much energy. I don't feel as social. I'm a lot more inward. I've been like contemplating my life a lot more where in the next week I'll have energy. I'm excited to go do things. I just feel like I can communicate really well. Like these things are actual changes. So there's a couple different body systems that are affected by this. So I kind of want to touch base on that for a little bit. So you have an idea because I think some of you, I think it's going to blow some minds because... Anyhow, because like, how would you know, right? You don't know what you don't know. So this second internal clock, this infradian rhythm, part of this fifth vital sign will affect your brain throughout the month, your immune system, your metabolism, your microbiome. So your gut, your stress response, it's like five different areas that it influences and affects. That's pretty, pretty cool. So for like your immune system, um, there is a huge playing factor within your this this menstrual cycle, this infradian rhythm within this immune system. So your immune system responds to different like viruses, bacteria, infections, flus, like all that stuff. During the first half of your cycle, estrogen, one of those hormones, is going to be rising. So your immune system is on higher alert and it's ready to attack. But during the second half of your cycle, when your hormone concentrations are decreasing, your immune system is going to downshift and it's less likely to mount this anti-inflammatory response, which means you're going to be at a level with a, your immune system's not working at the rate it was earlier in your cycle. So in the second half, when it's lower, you are more susceptible to getting sick. And we think the reason it lowers is because after you ovulate in the second half of your cycle, after that happens, like your body is, again, it's hoping that it gets pregnant. And whether you want it to or not, it's just the natural cycle of how things happen. So um, with trying to conceive and keeping that pregnancy, we 
your immune system lowers to not try to attack that pregnancy and get rid of it. So it is really cool, I think, to like understand this and see how these things are really inter- interact and work. And for instance, like our brain during the second half of our menstrual cycle, especially during our menstrual phase, which is when we're bleeding, between the left and right hemispheres, our communication improves. And it's really, really good good during this time. But what happens during that time, because it's really, really good, is it allows us to go more inward and it allows us to connect more to our intuition, more so than in the other parts of our cycles. So we're able to pick up that gut response easier, that intuition easier. We're able to see what's really working in our lives versus things that maybe we're not really so happy with that we kind of want to change. Like what a cool space to be in. Men don't get to do this, but we do. Like how powerful is that? That is so cool. So the last part I just want to wrap up with um, is talking about, let's just briefly go over the four different phases that are in your menstrual cycle. Not too much detail. I'll do another podcast on more detail on that. But just so you understand, it's more than just your period. It's more than just the week that you bleed. There's three other phases. So we do have our, we'll start with menstrual phase. So where you're bleeding. So you do have your menstrual phase. So you are having your period during that time. You're shedding that endometrial tissue or lining. It's usually like three to seven days. Again, remember it's give or take because every woman's a little different. Once you're through that phase, your hormones are going to start to change again. Remember, so we're going to move into our follicular phase, which is about like five, seven days. During that follicular phase, you'll notice your energy comes back a little bit more. You're starting to feel probably a little more lively and wanting to get moving a little bit more than you were prior. Once you're through your follicular phase, you will move on to your ovulatory phase. About like three to five days is how long that is. This is where I really, really, really encourage you to become more comfortable with your body and start to actually track and confirm your ovulation, which we'll talk about in another episode. So then you know when you actually ovulate. Once you're through the ovulation phase, oh, and during the ovulation phase, because you're dropping that egg, like this is the phase that like you're really feeling yourself. Like you're, you feel good in your skin. You feel sexy. Like you want to go out and be a social butterfly because again, your body wants to procreate. It wants to make a baby. It wants to grow the human race. So that's what's happening during that phase. Your energy is really good. You feel strong and sexy. And then you move on to your luteal phase, which is the longest phase of your menstrual cycle. It's about 10 to 14 days. Um, luteal is, um, because it is the longest, there is a change that comes within that. Like in that first part of your luteal phase, you're probably still feeling pretty good. But as you move through the 10 to 14 days, you're going to notice that your energy starts to decline. You're going to notice that you're starting to go more inward. You don't want to be a little less social, those type of things. Also during this, um, luteal phase as well is there is, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh. But during your luteal phase anyway, um, you are seeing those changes happen where you are transitioning to those hormones starting to drop, starting to go more inward, starting to decrease in that energy. Okay. And then as long as you didn't become pregnant, then you're going to repeat and go back into that menstrual phase. And the cycle continues every single month. Every single month, you get to go through this beautiful cycle. You get to reset. You get to meet yourself where you are and use to your advantage where you're at versus feeling like your body is working against you. And we'll go into detail later about all the things that we see that we think in our society that we've been told in our society is normal, but it's actually common. There's a difference between normal and common on different period-related issues 
um, and what we, how we can take those messages and start to use them to our advantage and start to heal them naturally on our own. So I'm super excited to go over that with you guys. If you are enjoying the podcast, please share it, please rate it, please review it, please send it to a friend so they can hear these messages as well. Let me know what you think of the fifth vital sign. Did you even know there was so much that goes into our menstrual cycle, into our periods? Like what questions do you have? I want to know so I can give you answers and support. Make sure you pop on down to the show notes, get on the email list because you get more information from my email list. You get special offers more than you will stuff. You won't see this, that stuff on social media, but definitely go connect on social media as well. That's down in your show notes. I am the one that responds back to my messages and things. So um, if you have anything that you do want to contribute or ask me, you can definitely drop it there or in the email when, um, when you get one of those and until next time, peace, love, happy periods.